The Epic Adventurers by Sean T. Young. Episode 3 The Quest Begins. In our last episode, Sir Greybeard filled in the party about why he wants them to take him on his last and hopefully lethal quest. It seems that Sir Reginald is cursed by three powerful magic artifacts. The first is his eternally shiny suit of plate mail, known as the Armor of Resplendence that he found in a long-lost tomb. His second item is a religious relic of the Church of Elendar known as the Blessed Shield of St. Calgrin, recovered during the Crusades of the Schism War. The third item is a sword named Alshandrak Grimsul, a blade so evil and ancient that Sir Greybeard dares not consider letting anyone else have it and wishes to see it destroyed. The combination of the three items has given Sir Reginald his extended life and made him impervious to almost every type of danger. With the help of his psychic differentiator device, Arnie Fingallon has decided after talking to the artifacts that they could find someone to attune themselves to take over the items, thus breaking the curse holding them to Sir Greybeard. The armor simply wants to be shown off in a museum, but who would want such a powerful suit of armor as a mere showpiece? So, uh, Shadow Wolf, uh, who's this guy that wants this priceless, indestructible suit of armor for collector's item? I can't think of an adventure alive that wouldn't want a suit of armor like that. Hells, I might even like it. Even if it's all clanky and metal. Oh, this is no adventurer of which I speak. I refer to his high foppishness. Gustavus Felipe Guillermo Hernandez Montoya II, the king of Salcida. Ooh, a king! Well, of a sort, yes. True, he is a king, but his bloodline is so long inbred and diluted, I doubt he could do anything else other than sitting around his castle playing with his toys. Oh, uh, yes, uh, I do seem to remember hearing that uh, King uh, Montoya of the Salcida has a, a fascinating collection of uh, rare collectibles and oddities. They have uh, heard that he has an entire staff of... Uh, Nobish and uh, dwarven tinkers that uh, create most of his items. Yes, I'm sure you've heard of some of them. The brass clockwork flying horse, his steam-powered carriage, the submersible boat, toys and gizmos of every description, and a golem of just about every type, stone, clay, flesh, wood, iron, that all work as his guards. He's even got a stained-glass golem, supposed to be the only one of its kind in all of Caledon. And by the way, uh, Arningland Fengallon, you should uh, probably stow your differentiation device away if we go to his castle. Knowing him, he'd uh, want it as part of his collection as well. Oh, I've heard of this crackpot too. He likes to play soldier, dresses up like a knight. He has these huge elaborate maps laid out on the floor, all with these rule books and funny dice and wee little tin troops and monster figures he moves around on the map like a huge game. Ugh, have you ever heard anything so silly in all your life? Okay, so this king has a thing for games and gadgets. This all sound way more fantastic than just a plain suit of armor, even if it is all shiny and ancient. Ah, that's where we have the advantage. He has an entire museum devoted to the military, as you can imagine, with weapons and armors of all kinds. In addition to that, one of his many hobbies is collecting anything having to do with Calvatar. The armor should be quite a collector's piece to him. How do you know so much about this man, Shadow Wolf? I used to work for him about three years ago. 
Oh, so that's what you meant when you said you had business up north when you left last time. I didn't know it was for him at the time, only that they needed the finest tracker and hunter in all of the lands. That describes me perfectly, so of course I was bound by duty to answer. <laughs> oh, brother. He was building a magnificent menagerie of exotic creatures and wanted some from the Orcish Wilds, Tandost, and Ajat. What did you catch for him? Some fairly nice creatures, really. A couple of great bears, a sand devil, a cockatrice, lots of antelope and gazelles and such. An ankeg, big ugly sucker. We caught a zorn, too, but it ate through the cage and escaped. Oh, and a two-headed boule. You don't see those very often. You could have let me know when you'd be back. Well, I'm back now, dearest. Honey? Silana Hovati? Don't try to talk yourself out of this one with your elvish pet names, dearest. All right, all right. You two can have your little lover's tiff later. Let's uh, get back to the business at hand. Arnie, uh, you want to fire this thing back up and get uh, Sir Reginald back? Yeah, certainly. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Uh, uh, Sir Greybeard? Yes, uh, I'm here. Hey, we uh, think we found someone who the armor should like to attune himself to. Oh, really? Well, who might that be? King uh, Gustavus Montoya II of Salcida. Oh, yes, I met his father once years ago. The prince uh, was just a boy then. I remember him playing with all these little tin soldiers as a boy said he always wanted to be a great warrior when he grew up. That sounds like as good a plan as any. All right, then. I think we're going to talk to the uh, shield next. Talk to you in a bit, Sir Reg. Oh, take your time. It's lovely to have all the other voices tuned out for a change. Yeah, this should do it. Is this the uh, shield of the Saint Calgary? It is. And who might you be? I uh, am uh, Arne Gledfin Gallen, a noted uh, sage alchemist and uh, artificer. Now let me speak with him. I believe this is more my uh, area of expertise. Hello, uh, Blessed Shield. Uh, I am a battle priest, uh, Brother Stephen Althamar. It is an honor to speak to you. It is. You serve the Church of Elendar? Yes, I am the highest rank of adventuring cleric. I serve under High Priest Austentine. Excellent! I have been looking for a true believer to wield me in glorious battle once again. Sir Greybeard is a fine knight and has done many honorable things, as well as many dishonorable things, thanks to that damnable sword. But he is not a true believer of the teachings of Elendar, as I'm sure you must be. My humility does not allow me to comment further than to simply say yes. The main church in Starlem has been looking for you for centuries now, and it is my contention that I should return you to the church to be duly enshrined. What? A relic I may be, but I am no mere museum piece to be dusted off every few decades. I am an instrument of battle, a protector of the faithful, to be wielded in combat against the ever-present forces of evil, darkness, and chaos. The blood of Elendar himself stains me, anointing me with his power and grace. Now I am much better serving his name not as a relic, but as an active instrument of his will, wielded by a true believer, a knight or a paladin. Or perhaps a battle priest? I uh, thank you for your consideration, St. Calgrim. I, I hope to prove myself worthy. My allegiance is not easily won. 
I can break the bond with Sir Greybeard only if, as you say, you can prove yourself worthy. I am the servant of your will. What would you ask of me? Simple. Destroy the sword known as Alshandrak Grimsul. The destroyer of men's souls must not have another master. By the grace of our Lord, his will shall be done. May his blood cleanse thee. Oh, great. I was afraid he was going to say that. I told you that sword was going to be a problem. Any ideas uh, come to mind, Arnie? Oh, hmm? Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I was just turning off the differentiator. I was uh, thinking that perhaps uh, Sir Greybeard and I could uh, go back to my laboratory and that uh, I could uh, talk to the sword in a, a safer, uh, more controlled environment. I have a number of uh, magic circles, uh, wards, and uh, sigils in place that should uh, adequately protect us. If that's all right with you, Sir Greybeard. Yes, that would be fine. I've not had that good of a nap in decades. So someone has to sit here the rest of the night and make sure the door doesn't close behind you? No, well, actually, I, I plan on closing it behind me in case anything funny happens. Uh, that way it won't uh, affect the tavern. Also, that will allow me to prepare my equipment and my wagon for the trip. Oh, you got a wagon. Nice. Anyone else here have a mount or a cart or something? It's going to be a long trip, at least a few weeks by my reckoning. Well, I'll need a ride. I caught a cooch here. Being a passenger is the only way to go. Riding cuts into me drinking time too much. Zambuko has no mount or wagon either. How'd you get here? Did you hitch a ride or something? Zambuko walked. Ah, you mean like from uh, Millerhaven or Harrisford? No, from Boradahatuk. Wait a minute, you walked here? Like 5,000 miles? <laughs> no, no. Zambuko not walk over ocean, only over land. Sometimes Zambuko run, make 40 miles in one day. Well, that's remarkable. From the southern regions, it's at least 1,500 miles or so. Where did your ship make port? Zambuko came north on Ajati ship, landed in Delta of Nahila River, then walked east through Old Wildlands, through Elven Forest, then north to Starlam. Well, that's even farther. Zambuko started journey a year ago. Manu say go north to Great Capital. Zambuko go north to Great Capital. Manu not care if it takes ten days or ten years. Neither does Zambuko. I like that. A man of conviction. Hey, uh, Arnie, I assume you have a map or something we can use for this trip? I'm sure I have one someplace in my uh, library. I'll get that along with my other supplies. All right, it's getting late. Let's say we all turn in for the night. You folks all seem like you're uh, seasoned adventurers, so you know what kind of stuff to bring. We won't need more than a few days of food and water. It says uh, plenty of towns and inns along the way. At least to blurg a pass and we can hit the mountains. Shouldn't have to worry about snow this time of year. The pass won't be cut off for another three months or so. But uh, be sure to bring some blankets and warm clothes. It'll get cold there even without snow. So I uh, assume that you'll all be uh, renting rooms here at the Rusty Dragon or some other locale. And, uh, anyone else uh, care to accompany me back to my uh, uh, spacious lab? Uh, other than uh, Sir Greybeard, of course. Thanks, but I'm renting a double room. Somebody can stay with me. Uh, Stephen, I guess you're going back to the uh, rectory, right? Yes, and then I shall return uh, in the morning with my uh, horses and another wagon. Okay, then. Hey, uh, Shadow Wolf and uh, ladies, uh, you all got uh, mounts and lodging? Yes. yes. All right, I'll let uh, Zambuka, Frodrick, and uh, Sir Reg figure it out which uh, wagons they want to be passengers in. The rest of us will have to ride. Yeah, hey, uh, Zambuka or uh, Frodrick, uh, either one of you want to stay in my room? My good fellow, a dwarf does not simply go off to his room when there's ale left undrunk at his table. 
I'll probably crash in the common room once the ale is gone. Let's all get some shut-eye then. We'll all uh, meet out in front of the inn at sunup. How'd you sleep, Zamburgo? Nice horse. Old saying with my people, only an earthquake can move a sleeping mountain. Zamburgo sleep fine, even with all your snoring. Yeah, well, yeah, there is that. Hells, I could hear the dwarf snoring downstairs in the common room. <laughs> Everyone there must have loved him. <laughs> well, he's still in the common room eating bread and sausages. Yeah, he's gonna eat and drink us dry. Remind me to bring double rations for him. What is that? I don't know. Looks like a temple rolling this way. <laughs> yeah, look at this. If I'd have known there'd be this much pomp and circumstance rolling up here today, I'd have... Uh... Downtrodden and impoverished rejoice! Announcing the arrival of his most revered and courageous battle brother, Stephen Althamar! Thank you, Winston. That will be all. <laughs> I was going to say I'd have called out the king's minstrels to welcome this carriage. <laughs> Stephen, do you really need this, uh... What is this, anyway? A cathedral on wheels? Yeah, officially, the church calls it our transportable shrine. Confidentially, the other battle priests uh, gave it the name that most of us call it. Oh, uh, really? And what's that? Well, they call it the, uh... Holy Roller. <laughs> what in the name of thunder is that white and gold trimmed monstrosity? Oh, can't you tell, Frederick? That's the uh, Church of Elendar. The whole church. <laughs> I love the banners and the steeple. Hopefully we won't need to cross any covered bridges. Oh, I know it's a bit much, but there's room for eight inside. Plus a month's worth of supplies, pavilion tents. And the back opens up to have a full altar and hollows the ground around it in a 30-foot radius. It comes in handy when undead are around. Hmm. Room for eight. That makes the cleric, valet, shaman, me. Oh, that leaves room for at least four kegs. <laughs> well, I know what I'm riding. <laughs> ah, here's Shalina. Whoa, nice horse. Never seen one like that in blue before. It's called a Cerulean. It's from the central plains of New Ostland. They make excellent heavy war horses. Hmm, blue war horse. Trippy. Hey, where's your friend? Uh, she was rooming with you, wasn't she? She was. And I think she wandered off into the woods with Shadow Wolf. Oh, lovely. God's knows when we're going to see them again. Ah, speak of the devil. Yeah, glad to see you two could make it. We didn't keep you from your uh, busy schedule of fornication or anything, did we? No. We're, uh... <laughs> we're fine. I thought you said you had your own mount, Wakia. You can't ride side saddle behind Shadow Wolf here for the next few thousand miles. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, you're shitting me, unicorn. Of course. What else would you expect a fair elven maiden to ride? We need a battle-hardened mount, not some flimsy show pony flitting around. Really? Have you ever seen one fight? Know what their horn is good for? 
Watch that barrel over there. Holy crap! They shoot lightning bolts? Bonus? Plus, they can carry twice their weight as a normal horse can, and run even faster, four hours if needed. And they can teleport, which you already saw that. Looks like that little wizard guy and Sir Greybeard are pulling up too. Ah, good morning, good everyone. Uh, it appears that uh, we are the uh, last to arrive. Yep. So, you got that map, Barney? Of course, uh, right here. Uh, uh, can you give me uh, the Sir Reginald uh, the hand getting off this wagon? Uh, yeah, sure. Yes, uh, here's the map. Uh, this one's about uh, 60 years old, but uh, it's the most detailed. The uh, towns of the roads listed here should still be accurate enough. And of course, uh, Angelsford, uh, the uh, main road north here, is no longer there, if you remember the dragon of Dread Thraximus raised it about uh, 30 years ago. Yeah, that's fine. We can always freestyle from there. There's always going to be unforeseen circumstances you have to deal with on the road. Yeah, looking at this, I think the old northern road is still our best bet. It falls fairly closely along the stall in the river. Looks like there's plenty of towns along the route, and there's a few new ones I know of since this map was made. Should be pretty easy to travel all the way to Blarga Pass. Hey, uh, Arnie, what's this uh, gray patch the northern road runs through here? Defends of Lament, it says? No, that doesn't sound good. Oh, the, the, the Feds of Lament are rumored to be one of the most dangerous uh, miasmas in all of uh, Caledon. It's uh, reported to be filled with all manner of uh, vile reptiles and amphibians, uh, not to mention the lizard bed, the, the swamp trolls, the green dragons, the carnivorous plants. And, uh, I get it, I get it, it's dangerous. Okay. I just hope that rolling religiosity shop there didn't sink. Now why would they run a main road right through a swamp? Well, there's many reasons I can think of. The first of which would be, of course, the... Uh... I think that's more of a rhetorical question. No, uh, of course. Hey, Sir Reg, uh, you okay with the front seat there with Arnie on his wagon, or you want to go in style with the Holy Juggernaut there? I prefer the fresh air, actually. Besides, uh, Arnie Glenn Fingallon and I have had the most interesting discussions. <laughs> of that, I am sure. Okay, then, let's uh, mount up and get this show on the road. adventure awaits our heroes along the northern road. Is the Holy Roller going to make it through the fens of Lament intact, or will it sink like a brick? And why would anyone run a main road through a swamp? Tune in again next time for these answers and more in the next chapter of The Epic Adventurers! In this episode, the parts of all male characters were played by Sean T. Young. Shalina was played by Sherry Young, and Wakia was played by Willow Young. The music tracks Take a Chance, Ritual, Call to Adventure, Master of the Feast, and Greta Sting were all from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, with other music from Peter Keister at SoundCloud.com slash Keister, various other sound effects from www.freesound.org, and from around the web. Yeah, when are we going to uh, uh, make a stop? Uh, I need to uh, use the little sage's room.